0: The following podcast contains potentially massive spoilers for the movie referenced in the episode title. If you have not yet seen this movie and wish to be surprised when you do, consider yourself warned and turn back now. Welcome back to another episode of Schlock Till You Drop, where we're going to take an exploration into exploitation. I am your host, John Quick. With me are the co-hosts, as always... Joseph Jones. Mario Sawyers. Today, we are going to look at a movie originally titled The Hazing, later renamed Dead Scared, from 2004. Uh, it was directed and written by Rolf Konefsky and stars Brad Doriff, Brooke Burke, Nectar Rose, Philip Andrew, Jeremy Maxwell, Perry Shin, and the new Scream Queen for the 2000s anyway, Tiffany Shepes. Uh, According to IMDB, where it holds a whopping 5.6 out of 10 rating, uh, the only synopsis it gives, a teacher unlocks an ancient evil and uses his newfound powers to kill off his students one by one not exactly how it works basically you've got a joint hazing ritual between a fraternity and a sorority this book is included this this ancient evil is a book that is included on a scavenger hunt they take it to a house where they're supposed to spend the night and uh the teacher yeah it just kind of goes downhill from there actually the plot's a little bit convoluted when you look at it Although it does give you four times worth of exposition about what the book
1: does. Yes, it does. Oh, my God. But you know what? If I were a 13-year-old, I'd love this movie. Oh, yeah. Because there's boobs everywhere. Oh, yeah. My 13-year-old oh
2: self loves it. Just, like, every time you saw tits, you're like, Woo, tits! All right! and it's bad. Oh, back to no tits. Yeah, this is definitely, <laughs> definitely in the
0: category of full-blown exploitation. The script is not that great. Uh, um... The story's not terrible, but the script itself
1: is pretty atrocious. Well, I mean, um, the, he hits, like, evil evil book, check. Possessed, you know, people, check. Ghosts, check. Skeletons, check. Zombies, yeah. sort of, He kind of runs the, runs the cliche house. gamut here. Um, he can't decide if he wants to be Wes Craven or Sam Raimi. He really can't. Uh, to his credit...
0: Or discredit, as the case may be. I mean, his he's wearing his influences on his sleeve here. Absolutely. I they mean, are blatantly eb- evident. Like you said, Wes Craven, Sam Raimi, all of the... Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, oh, a, yeah, there's a lot of...
1: He's oh, trying to God. be Whedon, but he's not Whedon. Yeah, I mean, he's, he even tries a snappy dialogue between characters like Whedon. Uh, the main bad guy is Freddy Krueger, basically. <laughs> yeah. With the way he kills people, and then his—he kind
2: of reminded me of Chucky. I'm not
1: sure why. (laughs) Chucky, Chucky. I didn't get Chucky. Yeah,
2: I got Chucky. And voice, especially. Yeah, this
1: voice. The voice. (laughs) voice. Maybe that's just the voice. I think it was the voice. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) If you're not aware, Brad Dourif is the bad guy in this movie, as he is in well many, many, many of his movies. Every movie is he ever a hero? No. Yeah, I can't think of one.
2: He's always the bad guy. He always plays the bad guy. You he I mean? does. Let's, uh, let's. Oh, and he
0: was hamming it up. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah, let's, you so could let's, tell let's, he was just having yeah, fun. Yeah, let's start with the acting on this one. Then I'm not going to blame the actors too much for this. Yeah, they surprisingly didn't have a... not bad. Yeah, oh. they didn't have a great script to work with, nope. but they did the best they could with what they had, yeah. and it shows. And of course, ones that have become names right. really kind of rose to the mm-hmm. to the top of this you know you had of course brad Doriff and and brooke burke i mean they've been doing this for a while They're, right yeah you know they for them this was kind of slumming it almost right and uh you could tell with brad Dorif's performance he was just he figured he was getting a paycheck and he was just gonna have fun with what he had yeah. and by god that man was hamming it up through the entire movie
2: like you said he was having a blast. I think he does that for a lot of his movies honestly. Like, in, like every, every almost every movie you see Brad Dorf in where he's playing like the bad guy, okay. Every movie you see Brad Dorf in, <laughs> he's <laughs> always having it up. I think he that's I think he generally has
1: fun playing those type of characters. Well, especially lately he's been in movies with a lot of young directors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you're a young director and you get Brad Dorf in your movie, yeah. you don't exactly direct him. Yeah, you of, you, him go. Yeah,
0: you say, "Hey Brad, could you do this please?" Yeah, and yeah, yeah. he's going to do what he wants to do and you're going to go, "Yeah, that was great, Brad." Yeah. But uh, or that was a great Mr. Dorif. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah. But like some of the other standouts, you know, this is an or, This is an early one for Tiffany Shepis, yeah. and she shows that she's got some chops. And, Fantastic job. Yeah. You know, I've seen her in a lot of other things too, and yeah, she is a great actress, and she has definitely earned a modern screen queen title mm-hmm. because she she fits the role just at a higher level than the ones from the '80s, which it's a new generation, so you kind of hope she would
1: well yeah i mean they've built on what's come before them certainly yeah i mean and what's come before them has been some fantastic actresses true
0: exactly and perry Shen i mean he's just great i love perry <laughs> yeah. shinn
2: he's in everything I've seen. He's, he's, <laughs> he's
0: yeah it seems like he's in everything and you know i love him in hatchet mm. and he always plays that character that has the few little quirks to yeah. him and, and he just owns that kind of role i mean mm-hmm. he's he, He's almost getting typecast in it, but he owns it, and he does great with it, right. and and yeah, he did great comedic timing. Yeah,
1: it's a shame that you could tell who was going to survive to the end by going. I know this person's name. I know this person's name. It is right? true, and I know this person. They're going to survive. <laughs> Honestly,
2: oh well. I, I was getting like when we started watching this movie, I was like, oh okay. I, I immediately went to the trope because it it seemed like it was going to be a tropey movie, which it was. But I was like, all right, obviously the chisel jaw guy and the hot girl are going to survive. The The asthmatic.
1: Was there kid. an un-hot girl in this
2: girl? Yeah, there really wasn't oh, the any unhot girls. girls right. yeah, yeah, like, okay, yeah. Those, yeah the go. non-slutty girl was going to survive. And that, that's I, then they went, no, no, we're going to go ahead and make him the, the, the chisel guy, the bad guy. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, my God, they're going to make the nerd to win the, the, the the actual
1: hero. Yeah, yeah okay. well, I mean, this is a 2004 it's movie. A, yeah, so, I didn't yeah. take
2: that into account. I wasn't taking a year into account.
1: because. So, uh, that's I think the main problem I have with this movie is that yes the the director subverts tropes, mm-hmm. but he does them just over and over and All over. Right. He keep he keeps subverting the trope True. to the he's, point where you know the storytelling just comes apart. Yeah,
0: he beats you in the face with the fact that he's trying to. Su- it's no longer subverting the trope; it's trying to subvert the yeah. trope. Right, and once you stop. Doing it. it, it's the show don't tell
1: thing. Yeah, it's the same thing we talked about back in I uh, think when we watched Zombie is like there was a lot of tropes subversion, but you got to keep some of them in place. Yeah, for right. for it to be a horror movie, for it to work.
0: Yeah, and this one is especially one of the things I think it bugged all three of us was the the bimbo, <laughs> the uh, slut girl that was who so does dumb. a turn near the end of the movie. You know, spoiler alert, if you didn't already listen to the warning at the beginning of this. Yeah. Um, she does a turn near the end of the movie where she's actually smart and she pretends it's okay bimbo, that's fine yeah. that's great you know that that does our happen. Reasoning. I've known girls in real life that have done that. Yeah, they
2: act the bimbo
1: because our our it reasoning
2: works. Was dumb Her
1: reasoning is stupid and <laughs> it well, well' see the problem is like so if you look at this from a storytelling point of view is that it is a turn from nowhere mm-hmm. with the character's personality. You can't do that to a character. Right. They either have to grow into a role. Right. Or you have to project that this is going to happen. Yes. Somehow. Yeah.
0: There was no indication early on that the character was going to turn out to be smarter than she acted. It's fine to keep the other characters in the dark about that, exactly. but you need to cue the viewer in mm-hmm. to what's going on. Yeah. Otherwise, you just bump up against it.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: And that's what happened here. Yeah. We both just, we all,
1: all three of us, we just kind of stopped and went no that yeah it it becomes
0: a very rough turn and it's hard to buy it although the
2: movie does itself mentions how that was and
1: it does yeah yeah,
0: the movie calls that out (laughs) it it does and in some ways the movie is very self-aware yeah Yeah. in in that it does call out uh that's just stupid i think it is or that's just weird or something along those lines Mm. and it does a lot of call outs for things that I noticed that we were saying, as we're watching the movie, there's a lot of call-outs immediately following that. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, yeah, and did totally agree. They'd almost, in one case, exactly what we said.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it was perfect. The director kind of admits, you know, I'm kind of making this up as I go. <laughs> I mean, there yeah. was a script. Absolutely. I, don't, I, I really feel like there was a script that was pretty typical, and once he got the actors, they evidently got a lot of actors they wanted to get, Yeah, and then, and then they kind of, like, made it up. As Yeah, yeah.
0: they kind of... They there's not any – we watch this on DVD. Mm. There are not any special features on there to have like a, a behind-the-scenes featurette. There's a couple of little things. Like I think there's a, Tef- a Tiffany Shepist video diary, stuff like that. But you don't mm. really see a lot of the storytelling process or the filmmaking process right. to get – an. and there's no commentary track – to get an idea of what was going on. In the director's head to see yeah, if and I that, can't really
1: speak to it. I didn't do any research before we saw this one. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, I've owned this movie for a while. this This one is actually from my personal collection. Take that for good or ill. I bought a lot of movies as soon as they came out at Walmart, and they were like five, ten bucks. I and, certainly
1: feel less good about you,
0: John. And, and they, they were really horror. Honest. Um. <laughs> uh, now, to be fair, I haven't watched it in a while until we decided to use it for the the podcast, but.
1: Uh, it doesn't make me question your taste, John. It makes me question your wife's ch- uh, taste. Uh, she actually is begging me to get rid of a lot of my movies. So <laughs> I see No, that. no, no. I know I know she has excellent taste, so I'm wondering why. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I, uh, I wonder that myself. But it's lasted
0: almost 20 years, so hey. Yay. Maybe she's not as smart as I think she is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, honey, I love you. Um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the the story in this movie is... I think the story itself is okay. I don't think there's an issue with the story per se. I think the issue is in the delivery of the story. With the premise. I'll give you the premise. That's Yeah, that, that's what I'm getting at. The premise, I think, is a decent one. I think the story is the problem. The
2: way, It's yeah. not even
0: necessarily the story itself that's the problem. It's the way the story is the told. The deliverance.
2: The, yeah, delivery, yeah. Of the, the delivery of exactly. the story. The delivery of the is the problem. They didn't need... Seriously, uh, well, he just, he, like I
1: said, he tried to cram so much into this movie.
2: As we, as John said earlier, they gave four expositions about the same thing over and over through this whole yeah. movie. Which,
0: as a writer, that is a storyteller who's not confident in the yeah. story. Oh, he's absolutely, telling. yeah. You can't underestimate the intelligence of your audience. Now, granted, this is one of those movies that plays to the lowest common denominator. I get that. I totally understand that. But you still... Those people have some intelligence. Well, yeah. This
1: is a horror movie, right? Yeah. We've all seen Evil Dead. We, uh, we've we all seen we've Evil all Dead. We've all watched Buffy. Yep. We get this. We're with you. Is it a possibility... Bad that, book. No is problem. Is
2: it a possibility that he was doing this as a padding, right? maybe? Maybe he was padding time? Padding
0: his runtime. It's
1: possible. I mean... But, well, he movie... could have used that time to better I develop mean, characters. The first, and,
2: the first... The opening scene is literally... The opening shot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, with, uh, with, yes. with the exposition being force-fed to us. And I mean, honestly, I was just like, okay, halfway through it, I'm like, okay, I'm watching Buffy.
0: Yeah. I'm just waiting for the. to stand Well, I mean, so it's got an 87-minute runtime, yeah. So it's very possible that some of what he did was padding, because if you take out three of those expositions, you've trimmed probably 10 minutes yeah. off the runtime. time.
1: Well, we were bored as fuck till he got to the house, though, yeah. because they spent the first so much act, time doing. Yeah, crap. the
0: setup, the first act setup, really drags. It, the first act is basically they're in this hazing ritual. They have to do the scavenger hunt. I think, as amusing as some of those scavenger hunt scenes were, mm-hmm. I think they could have trimmed a few of them. Yeah. Honestly, I think
1: they could've just taken all that out. Yeah. That they it, it was yeah, they needed a premise to get the book to the house. Yeah, they I a yeah. Prem- But which, you could have come up with a shorter, right, better premise. Yes. Yeah, you
0: could have come up with a shorter, better premise. But like you even said, that is fairly accurate for a frat sorority hazing yeah. ritual. Oh, yeah, the scavenger hunts are so, I mean, common. the scavenger hunt I didn't have an issue with. Just those scenes, I think they went a little too far. They went too long.
2: Honestly, what they could have done instead of doing well, all the— It could the, just have
0: just been all about stealing the book.
2: Stealing the book, exactly. Yeah. They could have yeah. just made the focus on stealing the book. Yeah, they could have like decided that. as a group, yeah. Go okay,
0: the this book is you. all the points in one. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is all the points in exactly. one as opposed to that. And I get he was trying to add a comedic element. And I think that's why we had the stuff like, you know, how the hell did they get that guitar? Did they steal it from the band (laughs) while they were on stage? Because the way the band chases them out of the club, that's what it looks like they did. And uh, we also, it was also came up, how the hell did they get a theater seat out? Those things are bolted to the damn floor. (laughs) You know, so there are things like that. And so you have that amusement factor, but I think they could have cut some of those. And I think it would have been better. Honestly, I think you could have trimmed this movie down to about 65 minutes. Oh, yeah. And it pro- it would have really tightened up the pacing, and I think it really would have improved the story.
1: Or, or spend that extra time on character development, streamlining you know the, the narrative that you're trying to tell here. Yeah. Make you us know.
2: actually care about the characters. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I, 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 I can't remember Until their names. you get into,
0: into – <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't – and that's the thing. You don't remember the characters' names. You remember the character, right. but not necessarily their name. And character development did not actually start until probably midway through Act 2.
1: Yeah. Uh, two, two, <laughs> One-third of the way, yeah, through the movie – we start to figure out who these people are. Yeah. Yeah. And you start to learn things about them and personalities. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that, again, it, it, it's a failing of the delivery of the story. Yeah. You know, I think a stronger, you know, and, and no disrespect intended to, uh, Oh, and I forgot his name. Everything's forgettable about this movie. It's free. Uh, no, no offense intended. No (laughs) offense intended to Mr. Konefsky, If I'm pronouncing that right. Hope I am. Sorry if I'm not. um, I I think this was just. You maybe needed a co-writer. Or a better
1: editor. Yeah. Someone to take another look at this script. A script doctor. A script doctor. doctor, Something like that.
0: Something to tighten you up a little bit. And I think it would have been. Much much better. Um, But as far as cinematography
1: goes. And as far as the way the movie was shot. He's a damn good director. He is. Or at least he's a very good cinematographer. These shot the shots were great. Yeah, I mean, framings were good. Yeah, that kudos. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, everything. The movie looks
2: good. The edits um, were good. I mean, that is good. The framing were good. The special effects were kind of, but you know,
1: but he, uh, he shot that out to a house. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and I give him big kudos that most of the gore effects and and kill effects in this movie looked practical yeah, to me. They were pretty good. The C. The only time I saw CG was one or two places.
1: Uh, the vision of hell and the ghost. Yeah, and the, yeah, yeah. And the, yeah, the ghosts, all that stuff. That yeah. and that was all awful.
2: Yeah. The, honestly, yeah. when when, when the CG came into play, is when it pulled me out. Yeah, that's the problem. And, and yeah, the CG
0: scenes were not that great. No, um, it looked honestly like he and a
1: lot of them were unnecessary. Yeah. I didn't need to see hell, the flashing lights and the yeah. darkness and the smoke behind yeah. them for the portal. That yeah, was yeah, yeah. The monster's scarier needed. when you don't yeah. see the zipper running up its exactly. back.
0: And with that animation for hell, you saw the zipper running up the monster. You know what oh, no. that reminded oh me God. of?
2: That the, the scene from hell it reminded me of Spawn, the movie Spawn. Yes, yes. it yes. reminded me of that. Yes, very similar. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. scene from hell from Spawn, and I was like, oh, and that was bad within itself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, and. It,
0: his CG had issues. His practical effects, His practical effects those was not were spot bad. on. Yeah, yeah.
1: the tongue wrong puppet wrong. was. <laughs> yeah, all, all of that was about what I expected from a movie of this caliber. Yeah, and I was pleased. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the The tongue
0: puppet was good. The decapitation was good. Yeah, it was great. Um, great decapitation. You know, uh, yeah, there were some anticlimactic things like the lawn dart yeah. to the guy's head it, and the uh, he, the uh, mannequin getting thrown down the stairs was a little yeah a little
1: extra fake blood. And those those scenes would have been a lot better. Yeah, like at the, when the man can hit the ground and burst. If there's like a big spray of blood everywhere, So that was a per, it had been a person before, and yeah, the lawn dart hits the head, and then all of a sudden blood spurts everywhere. Yeah, way and that's, better. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's the thing when you're doing a movie like this. I, if your story is not where it needs to be, up the gore factor, right? You know, it, what, it,
1: it will save you. It will yeah. save you every what, time. What did
0: Irwin Shapiro tell, or somebody told the, uh, speaking to Sam Raimi earlier, told them about Evil Dead? Keep the blood running down the screen. Yes. And th- I think that, I think that might
1: have been enough to save this movie. Hmm. From what it was. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's why Brain Dead is the cult classic it is today. Not because it's a great movie. Oh, oh no, it but because it, a is, movie. it is so over the top. Yeah, there's yeah. gallons and gallons and gallons of blood in that movie. That's why yeah. people watch it.
0: Yeah, and this one, you got one
1: huge blood
0: scene where it spurts the, the guy who's just bitten off his own tongue. Right. and
1: Which is good. Yeah. Great. And then when they kill the tongue itself, like... Blood yeah, everywhere that, yeah, yeah. that was great I yeah. was like oh Yes This is what we need in this yeah. movie And that's really The only time yeah, we get only it Only time we get it
2: I think I said I was looking I looked at John In the middle of it I was like That's a lot of blood For that little tongue And yeah. I was like <laughs> Yeah yeah." That's, that's amazing It was amazing It was the it best work. part of the movie <laughs> yeah, Well
1: that... Except for the TNA I mean, I mean I'm a guy <sighs> Yes. All right. I'm gonna Uh, go ahead and mm. put this
2: little segment up there. There's some these actresses are working hard and earning good money, but God damn, (laughs) 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 they are very attractive. Very attractive. Wow. I was not. I mean, when the first one, I was like, oh, all right, she's nice. But then the the last actress, what was her name again? Tiffany Shepis. Oh, damn. Her
0: husband is a lucky man. That's oh, all I can married? say. Yes. Oh, she is
2: married? Yes. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: is indeed. Um,
2: I was going to try to look her up. All right, never
0: mind. <laughs> well, you're, you need to move to a different coast for that. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we've talked story. We've talked effects. We've talked yeah. cinematography, acting. Um Direction, yeah, like we said, the guy's really a good director. Yeah. Kind of wears his influences on his sleeve a little bit, mm-hmm. but I've got... It's
1: Actually, okay to me... be influenced by other... I mean, Wes Craven, great influence. Sam Raimi's a great influence, but he is very... Joss Whedon? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Joss I mean, Whedon makes some great movies.
2: Yeah, but you can you can definitely see the influences of all of them here. And it's almost close to plagiarism. Almost. I mean, uh, it's, I, don't, I wouldn't I don't, call it that. I mean, i not but, not in terms of like he was still not. But it this, but, stands out. But it, you can definitely yeah. tell it's it's there. You know, it's like oh, yeah, he loves some some Evil Dead. This is obvious. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. Okay, it, this is. Oh? I'm
0: I'm looking up his his IMDb profile right now. Oh, okay. Um, written and directed a lot of soft core porn.
1: That oh, makes sense. That, yeah, I get it. This was actually yeah, that his makes first a lot of sense.
0: This looks like it was his first foray out of that genre. Oh,
2: yeah,
0: um, right. I mean, There's Sex many, Files mean things Alien become Clear Now, <laughs> Sex Files Alien Erotica, Emmanuel Two Thousand. I yeah, mean, Erotic Misadventures of the Invisible <laughs> yeah,
1: me too. Man. Yeah, that's
2: a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> the right. So this, this
0: of what <laughs> the Invisible Man. So this kind of explains. Right? Right, hold on, let me write that down. Yeah. <laughs> this kind of explains some.
1: Because it's like it's Some a sex things. scene
0: with a guy, with a guy in the screen. Right? I mean, that's you know yeah. I mean? great. So it, what it oh, looks like, favorite. and yeah. I have no I way guess, to know yeah. this, you know, if you're listening and you want to comment to us, let us know, you know, straighten us out. That's fine. Great. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, go um. For it. I get the impression that he did those movies, he got some money under his belt so that he could talk to somebody to finance and get producers and stuff, and made his horror movie. Right, what we we're what Trying we're to branch away from the softcore yeah. porn yeah. into something new. It's and like, that, so
1: we see that first time director, sorry. No, no, that's cool. I was just saying, it looks like that's a pattern. Like, you start in porn, and then you go to horror. Ah, I explained I mean, Slime bowl you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> our, our first movie uh, is exactly what happened. Exactly, yeah. And now that you know, we know he's a porn director, yeah okay mm, yeah, that makes yeah, yeah it, makes, yeah. A lot, it nah. makes a lot of sense yeah yeah and uh, you know the, actually no
2: it doesn't i question there should be more tna <laughs> what's wrong with you well no look, look at slimeball
0: it was yeah there uh, wasn't a lot yeah, of yeah, tna yeah. i mean Very there was little. tna there but it wasn't as much as you would expect from a former yeah, porn director
2: that's true but uh, yeah but as we were talking about slimeball you could
1: take you
2: can add more sex in there and it'd be it becomes a porn it becomes yeah. a porn yeah Like, there's a lot of scenes in there where... Well, man, that first
1: first third, you know, especially when they first get to the house and things like that, you know, the things that are going on, (laughs) I was like, I I would would begin to wonder if this guy was a porn director and... Now we yeah, okay, now we know. but the the last two thirds though, yeah, you're right. It, it's very unlike porn. Yeah, it's yeah, more like a episode of watching of Buffy. A, a episode yeah. of Buffy. Yeah. It yeah.
2: felt like I mean, especially when she came out there and she was decked out in the housewares. Although, oh that's yeah, gonna be yeah. Kinda, I'm sure the feminists might have an issue with that. Now, think about it. But yeah, it looks <laughs> like his first yeah.
0: directing credit was in 1991 this was 2004 like I said this is his first foray outside of softcore porn Isn't yeah that anything that, else? that definitely makes a lot of sense as far as what we're seeing as far as the influences on the sleep Absolutely. because everybody's also, first foray those influences are right there
1: yeah yeah. it's also how he uh you know he, he got his cinematography like really cleaned up yeah yeah. So, yeah that makes a lot of sense a lot of good practice yeah he learned a lot like of tricks yeah. and
0: stuff already before he went into it
1: um, what has
0: he done since? Has he done,
2: has he done any other movies since? Or is did he... He's done several things
0: since oh. it looks like. Uh, in fact, he has, uh, Sunset Society. He was a collaborating director. He, that is completed. Art of the Dead is in pre-production. Oh, okay. Party Bus to Hell, The Black Room. A few more Emmanuel movies.
2: Eh, sometimes you have to go back to your roots. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's... Kind of running the gamut there. Okay. He's done a lot more writing than he has uh directing. Directing.
1: Hmm.
0: But yeah, I mean that so that explains a lot. Yeah, this was a relatively early foray into something that actually required a story. Yeah. I mean, yeah. most softcore porn doesn't really need not much one. Yeah. Not much plot development there.
2: You know, I was expecting a random gun in this movie. Yeah, you know me too. It just didn't happen. No random gun. No, I was I was kinda of disappointed at that. Yeah, the only gun we got was the cops. Yeah, the yeah. cops shooting the seven bullet, seven shots on
1: this. That was, yeah, yeah, So we had a random bullet. We had a random bullet. Yeah, we had a random bullet. Yeah, no seven shots
0: out of a six-shot revolver. Yeah. I missed random gun. Because that looked like a Saturday night special to me. Little Yeah. I oh, yeah.
2: That's that was not, 38. I think that's another issue. Have, the killer was just a killer just to be a killer. There was, the, there was no motivation.
1: No, my family has worked for centuries. Yeah, whatever. whatever.
2: No, that's... But, uh, yeah. uh, that's <laughs> I
0: think no. the motivation was him trying to leave the human body and be this disembodied spirit to reign over the humans or some shit
2: like Why? that. I
1: think his motivation was the script says, this is a horror movie. And says so someone's got to kill yeah. people. Oh, no, I kill mean, people, Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: I Actually, it may have been explained in one of the four scenes of exposition uh, that we got. I mean, that that, that we kind of drowned out after it, the Jesus. second one.
2: It's a possibility, which is a problem with the over-exposition doing so much, because after a while, your audience will just tune out. It's like, okay, well...
1: Uh, yeah, when the when the third one started, <laughs> I wanted to start slapping my head against yeah. the desk. And then he starts
0: into the fourth one, and it's like, oh my god, please just stop. Yeah,
2: exposition in the third act, I was not expecting that one. That, yeah, it slowed yeah. the
0: pace way too much. But, mm-hmm. uh... Yeah. So, uh, final thoughts. Who wants to go first?
1: You Usually, start this off, Mario. All
2: right. Um. Okay. There's some scenes in it. there's some scenes in this movie that I actually did enjoy. I I really did enjoy like the, a lot of the little turn of phrase where the chick was like, "We should all do a group hug," and the other was <laughs> like, yes. "Kill that fucking bitch." I was like, "Oh, yeah. that was awesome. Yeah. We
0: oh, we need to do a group hug." Slice that bitch. Yeah. She's a demon. Yeah. yeah, that was perfect. That
2: was great, but. But I mean, having some, having a couple of good lines and a couple of characters give you some funny moments does not save the movie. I, I mean, in the no. end, this yeah, movie I is... know,
0: I know the guy you wanted to live,
2: yeah, but you I knew mean, he wasn't. going I there. knew he was going to live, so I'm, I'm. It's this is not a good movie, John. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I <I'm>, knew <I'm> <laughs> this was. I mean, I don't know. I,
0: I'll reserve my comment I, on that to the, to my own comment. It, so. it
2: felt. It felt like honestly, I was watching an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer the whole time. And I kept saying, I kept saying, this is "Take Buffy.
0: out the, take out the TNA, take out that much blood, take and out it's...
2: TNA and blood, and then literally put the blo- make the blonde Sarah so, Michelle Geller and then you got a Buffy."
1: episode. So it sounds like uh, Mario is in the let this one die and into oh, yeah, obscurity. Yeah, let it yeah. go
2: away, Jesus. <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll, we'll confirm that here in a minute. But yeah, that
0: is what it sounds like. Okay, Joe, what do you think?
1: Uh, I fucking hated it. <laughs> uh, as much as I hate to agree with Mario, oh. uh, I fucking hate this movie. You love me? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> um, yeah, they had some funny moments that I didn't think were as funny as you know, Mario did. Yeah. I, I didn't even. Uh, I, I could find nothing redeemable, redeemable about this movie, except for the cinematography. The guy can frame a shot. I'll give yeah. him that. He should work on. Te- <laughs> he should do work in television. Uh, yeah, he'd he'd really a really good TV director. Oh, eh, that's true. Yeah, I can see
2: that. He would be a TV director.
1: Yeah, I think I think he yeah I think he would. Um,
0: I don't hate this movie, but I also don't really like this movie. <laughs> um, I like like Mario said, I like certain things about this movie. I like Perry Shens performance. I like Tiffany Shepess's performance. I like. Uh, Brad Dourif hamming it up in front of the camera. That is not enough to make me say this is a good movie. Like you said, it has some good moments, but good moments don't make a good movie as a whole. I think this guy needed a script doctor um, to tighten this up. I think this would have been better as... Like I said, like a 65-minute movie or change the premise a little bit like like we were talking about where it's – you're just going to steal the book Mm -hmm. and make that first act have a little bit of action in it. And I think maybe that would have – I think maybe that would have improved it.
2: You know, I honestly, I think this would probably been better as a horror anthology, like part of a horror anthology movie. Like, you know those movies? Oh, where, yeah, where
1: they had like 25 minutes yeah, maybe to know, make they, the movie. Yeah. I think yeah. this
2: would probably been better because then he'd have a condensed time and he wouldn't have to bloat it as much as he did. Well,
0: there have been movies where they've done like two short features in one long yeah. movie. Something like that. Because, yeah. yeah, I think 25 minutes, 30 minutes would have been a little bit too short for the story well, he was telling. Hour. Yeah, if he'd have had an hour time limit on this... Yeah. I think yeah, it probably would have been a lot better. Or it, on that same vein, this might have been better as like a a, a Tales from the Crypt yeah. style episode, like on HBO or oh, Showtime yeah, like or something minutes. like that. Yeah, yeah, forty forty. If you're on HBO Showtime, you can go about fifty fifty five yeah. minutes. That would have probably been perfect for this movie. Yeah, and I think that would have tightened it up and made it made the pacing a lot better gotten rid of some of that exposition got rid of some of the excess stuff that we didn't need and kept everything about the movie that we actually did think was decent um right like everything at the hospital could have just went like 90 percent of it i think because of the way the story's set up we need a little bit we need to know he survived we could have left him in his house though and just kept cutting back to him he could have done that. But still, my point was you need to know he survived, and you need to know that the body died. That the body died. Yeah. You, you need to know that the body didn't die, and then that it did die. Yeah. Um, I know that's confusing. It, it'll make sense it, to watch If the you movie. watch the movie, it makes perfect sense that, really. that that's how it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to watch this movie, um, you can feel free to do so. Uh, it is on Amazon on DVD only. Uh, There is no Blu-ray on this. It is not streaming anywhere. Uh, DVD is the only way you're going to get it. Um, Looks like you can get it right now used from $7.41 or new from $49.99 or $94.30. Gotta love those... Marketplace sellers on Amazon and they're crazy. Dollars is it.
1: overpaying for this movie,
0: guys. What? <laughs> yeah, like I said, I gave five to eight dollars for it when it was new back in two thousand four. Mm. So you
2: I'm know. not gonna say if this movie is worth.
0: But then but again, it I do know some not. writers that have books on. Amazon that are listed at like 900 and something dollars and they're like yeah okay yeah it's worth that and that's their own work you know <laughs> yeah. so it it's yeah Amazon it, just look around if you want to watch this movie you can find it for a decent price yeah. um yar let's go ahead and uh i am not going to advocate that um <laughs> let's uh let's go ahead and do our votes so mario you're saying let it die
2: let it die let it die. sweet God Almighty, let it die.
0: <laughs> okay. Joe, I know what you're going to say, too.
1: Let it die. Let it die. I'm not holding back anymore.
0: Yeah, there's no need to. This one can fade. Um, <laughs> this one can fade. Like, the mm-hmm. only way that this movie could have been saved, like we said, was to have put it on part of an anthology mm-hmm. TV series on HBO or you know pay cable.
1: Added a ton of blood.
0: Yeah, that's the only way that this could have been saved. It's not it. worth the trouble to try to remake it because the one the things that we do mm-hmm. like about it would be missing from the remake. Because yeah. I seriously doubt Tiffany Shepis would go back and reprise this role. Right. Yeah. Um, I doubt Perry Shen would go back and reprise this role, and Brad Dorif would definitely not go back and reprise this role. <laughs>
1: well, go watch season one of Buffy.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you want to, if you want to get a feel for this, go watch Buffy season one, yeah. and and you'll definitely get a feel for what this movie is all about. All right, and I guess that brings us to a close for another episode. We want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for joining us. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks for another episode of Schlock Till You Drop. Have a great night.